Good evening and welcome to another look. It is uh, good to be together after a few weeks off. We continue to explore new ways to grow and go and bless as part of our Sunday evenings. And over the last uh, several months, over a year now, we have been using the platform of Another Look and a Time of Worship to do some of that. And we continue for the foreseeable future as council and as a congregation, we continue to discern uh, God's will for us as we think about our Sunday evenings. Tonight, we're going to spend some time looking again at Jesus' impact on our identity. And we're gonna be looking at a number of passages in the New Testament, particularly from the Apostle Paul as we think about and as we understand uh, what God says about our identity, especially within our society, which has much to say uh, about where our identity comes from and how it's formed and shaped. So uh, let's pray together. Gracious God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this uh, medium, the opportunity to gather in this way and to learn and explore we pray that you will bless our time um, by your spirit. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. So tonight I'd like to uh, think with you uh, about a book. And I don't actually have the book with me, uh, but this is a picture of the front cover of the book. It's a book called, uh, called Red by Michael Hall. And um, this book is uh, about a young crayon who is, as you can tell from the picture of the cover, has red paper on the outside, but is in fact a blue crayon. And it tells the story about how red continues to try to draw red things. For example, one of the color spreads has uh, red drawing strawberries with his friend. Uh, but of course, these strawberries aren't red, they're blue. And so one of the things that the book sort of explores playfully is what does it look like when a, a blue crayon in red paper um, just isn't figuring it out or isn't quite sure in understanding who they are. And so there are some comical uh, parts of this book where the scissors tries to give the crayon some more room to breathe, where uh, mom sets up a play date so that the uh, bread crayon can go with the yellow crayon and they can make orange, but of course they make green. And so it's sort of a playful look at uh, how we understand ourselves. Recently, uh, some of the schools in our area have um, heard from parents who are highly concerned about this book, about the book Red by Michael Hall saying that it has become a way in which students are introduced to more societally based ideas of identity. And there's some sense in which it's possible that a book like this could be understood that way. After all, blue, or excuse me, the color red, doesn't uh, isn't able to figure out who they are until someone finally says, well, you got to look at what's underneath the surface, what's underneath the paper on the outside. If, even though the paper says red, uh, you're a blue crayon. 
And until you accept that and understand that and live that way, uh, you're going to struggle. And so in some ways, that message on identity uh, can certainly be understood and read into um, the book Crayon. And for that reason, it's caused um, some concern among parents. It's caused some questions for teachers who have used this uh, funny story over the last number of years to talk about color and about um, what it means to be a person. I was interested to know the origin of this book and so uh, looked at the author's webpage. Uh, Michael Hall has his own webpage. And uh, right on the cover of his writing about the background of this book, uh, he explains where this story came from. I'm going to uh, quote reading here. I began writing Red, a crayon story, thinking about funny events that might occur, except might result when a crayon's label does not match the crayon's color. But as I collected crayon puns, he's not sharp enough. He's not bright enough. He needs to press harder. I began to hear voices from my past, and I knew that at some level, this is, uh, this was my story. Hall goes on to write this. I am dyslexic. As a child, I didn't think of myself as mislabeled. I thought I wasn't very bright. Red, a blue crayon with a red label, label had judged himself only by how well he could draw red. He accepted the label he was given and suffered profoundly. Going off the quote here, Hall suggests that because he'd been labeled unintelligent or not very smart because of being dyslexic, he had accepted that label, that identity, even though that's clearly not who he was. Back to the quote. Uh, Cran tried to in vain to draw himself as a red crayon, and he was humiliated in front of his classmates and finally stormed off in a fit of frustration. Clearly, Hall is reflecting on some of his own history, some of his own struggles with identity and what it meant and means to be someone with dyslexia who uh, struggles to read and the labels that can go with that in uh, an educational system, in a school system, in a classroom setting. And so uh, when I read that, I immediately thought, there are a number of different ways to read and understand stories about identity. And this is an especially important ability for Christians as we think about identity. Because just like in the story read, who we really are in Christ is hidden. The Apostle Paul talks often about our true identity, our real identity, who we really are in Christ, will not fully be realized until his return. Our bodies will be resurrected bodies, and so they will be changed. Our insides will be uh, cleansed of sinfulness and of are bent toward injustice and inequality and selfishness and all of those things. All of that will be wiped away and washed clean when we are remade fully in the new heavens and the new earth. And yet there's something underneath all of that which remains our truest core. 
Listen to this verse from Galatians 2, verse 20. If you have your Bible open, I would encourage you to, to turn there. Galatians 2, 20. Paul writes, quote, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. Paul makes very clear that in one sense, the life that he has, that the Galatians know that he is living out, is a life that's red paper around a blue crayon. Who Paul really is has been crucified with Christ, but there's something in him that still appears to have the old self. We hear this language again in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new has come. And yet anyone who has lived the Christian faith for any amount of time recognizes that the old self and the new self fight. Right? Paul writes about this in Romans chapter 7. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I don't do. But what I hate, I do. And we can sense some of that in the story of, the, of Red, the Crans story, that the crayon very much wants to be able to draw what his label is, who he thinks he is, what he really thinks he wants. And yet there's this part, his deepest, most true self, which is hidden in Christ, which has been crucified with Christ, which is the new creation, that it is, is his true and ultimate identity. Now, as we've noted, there are different ways of understanding a story like this. And often, as we've noted, just looking at the story of Red, there are three different ways of reading the text, reading this story, reading the text of the story. There's Michael Hall's understanding as a dyslexic student trying to be playful about his past experiences and how people treated him and how he dealt with the label of being unintelligent. This book has also been used within certain segments of our society to talk about how we understand identity, gender, sexuality. And of course, a story like this can be used to help us wonder about what God says in his word about our deepest, most true and profound identities in Christ Jesus. Romans 8 is also extremely helpful here. Paul there writes, you are not in the realm of flesh, but in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead, is living in you, in me. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to our mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. 
in many ways, we've covered a lot of ground, but I want to try to summarize where we've been with this book, Red, and how it's helped us explore how we think about our identity as Christians. We have voices both within ourselves and outside of ourselves, which try to tell us who we really are, try to tell us how to define ourselves, how to label ourselves, and which labels are most important. And yet, God, through his word, continually calls us back to the foundational, rooted truth that those who belong to God in Christ Jesus have their primary identity as sons and daughters of the Father. Brothers and sisters of Jesus, those who are filled with the Spirit of God and who are new creations, even though how that gets lived out, we're all waiting for. And so when you come across conversations related to books like this or quick, uh, questions around identity, I would encourage you to take a step back to wonder about what God says in his word throughout the Bible about what it means to be a child of God, about how that plays out because of the work of Jesus Christ in the past and the work of Jesus Christ by his spirit in the present and the work that has already been accomplished for our futures. And that may allow us, when we come across books like Red, A Crayon's Story, or other ones like it, to help our youngest friends, maybe even our youngest brothers and sisters in Christ, learn that they don't have to decide who they are. They don't have to look inside to figure out who they are. God has already declared them to belong to him. But because of Jesus, they are, at their most deepest and most profound levels, those who belong to him. Let's pray. Lord God, we all struggle with our identity and how we understand ourselves and the labels that are given to us. May you help us to dig deep and to trust fully what your word says about our identity and to be able to speak well uh, with playfulness, with truth uh, about our identity in Christ within a world that um, sends different messages our way. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us. And uh, if you have questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. Um, if you've read this book, would love to hear about your own experiences and conversations around Red, a crayon's story or other kids' books like it. And uh, until then, we'll look forward to talking to you again soon.